Welcome to Concerto, episode 14. Welcome. <laughs> I, I really didn't expect a tie into Cody there. Um... <laughs> so the 10 bell salute was for Scott Hall. And the Cody intro is probably what's going to happen at WrestleMania in two weeks. Man, they're going to be all really confused because I don't think any of them have heard the full intro of that song. It was so, see, when I was planning this out, that was so long. Like, yeah. I mean, perfect for WrestleMania, but maybe shorten it up, Cody, please. Did he really? And I didn't, I never, I never seen Cody's really full entrance at AEW. So did he really enter with that long of an intro? Every Cody entrance felt like it was a pay-per-view entrance. And I think it took up so much time that he, he honestly should have gotten a pay cut. No, no wonder he got booed out of the building. Yeah, when every entrance is literally a Triple H Mania entrance, this is what you get. <laughs> get booed. Oh, but man, we have a lot to discuss here today. Got Cody Rhodes. Um, he may be walking out of the shadows. He's not walking alone anymore. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is Kevin Owens. Um, there could be potential that segment could main event one of the nights of WrestleMania. Uh, we'll recap AEW Dynamite. We'll preview AEW Dynamite. We'll talk about WrestleMania weekend that's coming up. And we also have a big, big announcement. We are going live on the first night of WrestleMania and doing a live reaction show on YouTube on a concerto YouTube channel. I thought you were going to say we're, we're going to war because we're also going to war. Apparently there will be a little uh, segment later on the show about uh, concerto is war. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Let's get right into Cody. Um, you heard it at the top of the top of the show. Cody Rhodes theme is long, it's boring, and holy cow, we're probably going to hear it at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, been reported that Cody signed with WWE. Um, we all kind of knew it was going to happen, and now that reality's setting in, my question now is: Okay, now what? He's going to face Seth Rollins. Is that, I, is that the I, plan? I think it is face Seth Rollins. Um, if you watched Raw this last week, uh, I, I'm, first of all, I'd like to apologize to you if you watched Raw this last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, again, you don't need to put yourself through torture. You can look up the highlights after the show, and there'll be like a 10, 15-minute video on it. It'll be great. It'll actually probably be three minutes, and you'll want one segment or something. Yeah. and you, Well, honestly, you could probably just watch the segment highlights and be solid. That's it. I yeah. mean, so Seth Rollins is 
trying to take everyone's place at WrestleMania because for some reason I'm supposed to believe this man can't get a match. Yeah, you know, one of their biggest draws can't get a match on a two-night WrestleMania, but sure. Yeah, with a roster that has gotten rid of all of that, uh, you know, disgusting talent Yeah, that is so good that there's a reason you made it two nights and now you're down to one night of talent if we're being honest now i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of glad the wrestling got put to two nights because now we don't have a 10 hour show to watch like <laughs> let's be real was... wrestlemania the past couple of years when it was one night was getting long yeah it was a drag it was um but the thing about it was at least you had the talent to back it up you had a lot of great wrestlers in there yes. But now you've kind of cut half of them and have doubled the nights, which means you have to convince people to buy two nights of tickets. Yeah, we got double the nights. Um, you don't really have the roster that you usually had. And honestly, there's just no star power to this year. I mean, yeah, we're going to get Cody. We're going to get Stone Cold Steve Austin. But, like, there's really no overt match outside of Styles and Edge that I really want to watch. Yeah, the star power is, I'm not going to say it's lacking, because if you've brought Austin back and it's going to actually be a, you know, match, okay, fine, star yeah. power's there. You could argue Roman and Brock, but how many times have we seen Roman and Brock, not only at WrestleMania, but also in general the past year? Yeah, Brock's always going to be a box office draw, but it's, you've now, you've done this match at WrestleMania many times. And, and you've done this match like four times already, basically. And people are sick of it. I mean, you could. When Brock Lesnar went to the UFC, it was always imagine if Brock faced this guy. Yep. There's always a new guy who was coming up, and you're going, oh, might give Brock some problems. And then they did, or they didn't. Instead, you have the same match over and over and over again. This time, you might get a different result because people are enjoying it more. But still, come on. Yeah. Um, um, But. uh, so getting back to Cody here, WrestleMania um, is likely going to be Cody's debut because we heard it's likely going to be Seth Rollins because you watched Raw again. I apologize to you if you did. Um, the crowd was chanting for Cody when Seth came out. Because they know. They, they all know that this they is know. the setup. Yep. And my problem is that uh, Cody Rhodes, bless his heart, Going into this is going back to WWE, which is hilarious that this is what he's come to. But also, he's not going to come in and lose, but he's also going to come in and beat Seth Rollins? Yep. You're telling me that this guy, and I'm going to put it in terms of what I've thought of Cody Rhodes' entire run in WWE. I hope we get the kingdom full entrance. I hope we get the full deal, and I hope he smashes the throne, too. I hope he does, but I also hope that they don't think I'm convinced that he's still more than a mid-carder in WWE. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what he was the whole time at best. Oh, yeah, that's what he's definitely going to be. I, ju- I just want to see the grand entrance and see the crap memes that are going to come out of it. And then we're going to have to look back at this WrestleMania and we'll go, why did that mid-carder beat Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins, of all people. Seth who is freaking not Rollins. that. He is much bigger than that. I get it, you want to establish Cody, but even if he wins, I'm not going to believe he's more than that. Yeah, unless Cody wins the world championship and has a lengthy run with it, I will truly never see WWE seeing him more than a big card guy. And I, what, it, what it factor does he have? And I know this is all coming off as negative because he left AEW, but it was negative before he left AEW. Oh, yeah. What, was, what it factor 
is there in him now that wasn't there years ago? I mean, like, oh my goodness, like Cody has just become there's just no likability to him. I don't know if that's because of Roads to the Top or the Go Home Show, um, the neck tattoo, the blonde hair. I, the I don't know what that it is. He's very, very uh, flaky when it comes to everything. As the Young Bucks put in their book, it was very much a you had to keep in check with him every time because he didn't know if he was still on board with making AEW. Yep. And then he said, this was it. AEW's it for me. I, I, I've burnt that bridge. I can't go back. Yep. He said that in 2020. And, well, he went back two years later, so obviously that didn't hold true, did it? I wonder if he'll come out and cut a promo the next night on Raw. Um, in 2016, I left sports entertainment. But April 2nd of 2022, I came back. That would be hilarious. That would be very much a Cody thing to do and a very much a Vince would love that. And if it doesn't happen, I'd be surprised. If it does happen, I will laugh on the floor crying. How long is it going to take the audience to realize that he's not that big of a deal? That's my big question. Because I don't understand. Like, it's only a big deal because he's the executive vice president. Yeah, that's the only reason why. It's not because, you know... Cody was like this tremendous super worker. I mean, he's a great worker and all, but it's not like he's putting out five-star matches every time he went out. He was notorious when he was onto that indie run. People were like, a Cody Rhodes match was a three-star match. It was was, sounded like it was a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but you're not going to get more than that. You probably won't get less than that too. So let's be honest. Cody Rhodes will give you a good match. He'll give you a good match. He won't give you an instant classic match. Maybe every once in a while maybe that's a big if he started and ended his AEW career with his best matches of his career yep against Dustin best match of his career a story that was as good as it gets he's good at ending and starting things very hot yeah I mean everything in between is the problem that's what he's good at and that's uh I don't know I don't know if this if I don't trust WWE to book him right. Um, I mean, if you, I mean, Cody's what thirty six now. Yeah. <sighs> what wrestlers go to? Honestly, their fifties right now. Back then, it used to be till their forties, but now the wrestlers just go well into their forties. So he's basically up there in age. Um, I don't see Vince hates indie talent in their thirties, and that's kind of what Cody is right now. So. Cody's got the luck that he's coming back because if he was just an indie guy there, they wouldn't give him a call. I think the only way I could see Vince pushing Cody is because he trained in the WWE system. He knows how to work the style of WWE, which WWE likes. And if they're lacking star power, I could see them pushing Cody, but I don't think they will. It's This is such a weird situation where I think everyone has officially let the absurdity of the situation overpower the reality of it, which is yeah. they just got a good upper mid Carter. Honestly, if you look at all the wrestlers on the AEW roster and just try to pick which one is going to jump from AEW to WWE, Cody is probably one of the last ones on that list that you picked. And that the first, he's the first one. It just makes this a big deal. That's the only reason why. Yeah, it's now. We're underselling it a bit, but it's kind of like I, I, I could see a similarity to Jericho in '99. Yeah. Of 
it didn't feel like it was going to be a huge deal. Probably didn't feel like it was going to be the biggest deal in the world, but then it turned into one. And I could see that, but WWE's not, there's not the WWE in this situation. Yeah, they're not, WCW in this situation. Like, I'm interested to see what they'll do with Cody and WrestleMania. How will he just come out when Seth takes over the show? Like, what's going to happen? Like, I honestly just want to see how that's going to happen. And that's probably why I'm more intrigued to see what happens at WrestleMania. But dang, Cody Rhodes has made this show himself a segment on the show. Like, honestly, he's made himself a segment on the concerto show, and it's been irritating the entire time. Here's what I'm concerned about is WWE's penchant for when they brought people back into a match scenario. I'm talking about Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. Yeah. You better not have him go out there and bury Seth Rollins. If they do that, the crowd will revolt and start booing Cody immediately. It will be very quick. That is a great way to destroy this quick. And if they have a long match, I'm kind of sitting there going, but why? Why, why these two? Why are they really, why is this a WrestleMania match? There's no story here except someone needs to debut and we need to find a way. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Unless, unless Seth Rollins says something about insulting Dusty Rhodes and wrestling in general, and then, and then I guess you can get a story. But even then, it wouldn't make sense. Like, it wouldn't. I mean, the thing with Seth right now is that I guarantee you the last thing he wants to do as a company man, he's been a company man through and yeah. through. He does not want to have to put over a guy jumping ship from the competition. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, honestly, this is the weirdest way to debut somebody. And the fact that all the news surrounding it, I mean, the dirt sheets have just done a good job of just kind of telling us Who's going to debut the past couple of years? I mean, they broke the punk news. They broke the Daniel Bryan, the Brian Danielson moves. I mean, but Cody has just been like, okay, he's going to go to WWE. No, no, he's not going to go to WWE. Up the talks of our reheated uh, again. Oh, no, he's not. Nope. He, he uh, talks fell through because of the neck tattoo. Wait, actually, he's been signed for weeks now. Like, we've just been thrown on a roller coaster and is pissing people off. I really hope he shows up with a goatee. Um, everything about Cody Rhodes right now is just very, very irritating. And the thing is, you said it earlier, is you don't know if WWE can book him. Well, that I wouldn't even be concerned about that because clearly he can't book him either. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how to book himself. I mean, we saw it in AEW. So WWE literally can't do worse than that because Cody's already proven he's probably the worst booker himself possible. He booked himself out of the main event scene. Cody's best decision is one he didn't make, which would have, if he just turned heel, went after the AEW title, you know, he said he wouldn't when he turned heel, had Brandy be this conniving idiot manager that everybody hates, it would have been gold. But Cody does like, no, I'm not going to be booed. I'm not going to turn heel. And he said that on national television on your program. Yeah, it was probably the most... I put brain dead thing they could have done. But why would we go and just say, hey, that thing you want, we're not gonna do it? Like, not gonna lie. When Cody Rhodes burst onto the scene at Impact Wrestling, I was excited. When Cody Rhodes helped start 
um, AEW when when All In happened, when he won the NWA title, I was excited. Cody was kind of one of my favorites going into AEW because we knew who he was. And honestly, he, he's irritated me his entire AEW run, and I just haven't liked him since. And I, I, I hope that this will be a change. This change of scenery will be good for him. But I also just hope that the uh, fans remember you're not going to get your five-star match out of him. You're not going to get your five-star match. But, I mean, Cody Rose is a person, I mean, good on you. Go get your money. Go take care of your family. Set them up more for the future. But, man. But Tony Khan had money, too. <laughs> yeah, on. Tony Khan had money, too. You don't like, like I don't know. How much more money did Vince have to pay Cody? I, I don't Compared know. Compared to Tony Khan. I want to know. I don't know, but it wasn't worth it. <laughs> I mean, WWE is a public company, so we should have the contract detail soon. Yeah, it, it, I could tell you it wasn't worth it. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I could really tell you. I mean, I mean, if, if, if Cody Rhodes can con Vince McMahon out of all that money and set up his family more for the future, good on him then. Yeah, Good. Vince isn't hurting for money, so it's not like anybody's going to be like, oh, poor WWE. No. Both of these companies are uh, backed by very rich billionaires. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. But man, oh man. And let's talk about Raw. Um, more about Raw. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. And oh boy, oh boy. Owens He's, dressing up like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold's, good old Stone Cold Kevin Owens came out. And he did the my favorite trope in wrestling. He did the Shawn Michaels in Montreal in 2005. Oh, you tease those fans with that music, and then you make them boo you. Now, the problem is it's already been done, and we all saw it come. Yep. That's the only problem. I do appreciate that he went for that. It was a good idea, but we all knew Stone Cold wasn't coming out. Oh, yeah. We, we know Stone Cold is not going to come out until WrestleMania, and Basically, there's been more of an update. I think we talked about this last time um, on the last episode that this is not going to be a match. It's going to be a segment. It's going to be likely a Kevin Owens show, obviously. But there's potential that it could be a brawl segment. Like, it, like not just, you know, the baby face beats the crap out of the hill, stands tall, they chuck beers into the ring. Like, it could be a potential, like, 10, 15-minute brawl. I would hope at that point just make it have the send a ref out, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're, you could do a lot there. And according to a tweet from Dave Meltzer, Stone Cold's in really good shape. He's been bumping. He's he's ready. I think the best way. Um, this is really old school. The way I'm thinking about it. Um, the best way they could do this is back in I believe it was 2010 or 2009. Batista got into a brawl segment with Ric Flair, and no, it wasn't Batista. It was Randy Orton. Randy Orton got into a brawl segment with Ric Flair and it lasted for about a good 20 minutes and it was really good. It was on an episode of Monday Night Raw. I remember that watching as a kid and then eventually Randy got the upper hand on Flair and I was like, oh no, someone saved the old guy, you know. I think a brawl could work. Um, It just has to be done right. This is ending WrestleMania night one though, like potentially ending WrestleMania night one. And I think, and you're gonna have work. to have something. I know Stone Cold will probably stand tall. We're in Texas after all, but you have to actually. You cannot just end on a segment. Is my yeah, thing. yeah. No, you can't. It has to be like a brawl type segment. 
some I, I think there needs to be a match. I think you if you're gonna go all in on Stone Cold is gonna bump, just make it a match. Yeah, might as well. At that, at that point, don't try to send us out with a Stone Cold brawl and everybody got their stuff in and Stone Cold won. I don't want to see a brawl. I want to see a match. You could have it a brawl type match. Yep. You yeah. honestly could. A no DQ street fight. Do whatever you want. Have you do like the two- backstage brawl stipulation that we saw in all the WWE games for a while, but have them fight out the ringside, and then a ref comes in and pins. Just something that is, I want more than just that. Because if you're bringing out Austin, this is the hype with Stone Cold Steve Austin. People are going to buy tickets because of him. You need to actually get their money's worth or else, all right, we're going to keep giving our money to the other guys. One That's thing just I want, how it's going to go. Yeah, I think one thing they could do, um, there, there's no way they have Kevin Owens with a set out and have him introduce Stone Cold. That's not going to work. It's got to be jump-started. It's either Kevin Owens is making his way to the ring from the backstage area and Stone Cold comes out and no one's from beating the crap out of him. Or some, or this starts in the parking lot when Stone Cold Steve drives up with a monster truck or something. I don't know. It's got to be hot started. It can't just start off bland. Like, oh, here's Stone Cold. Like, the thing is, they're gonna the one thing they have to have, and why I'm not sure I agree, is they need the glass to break. Yep. And get that pop, or else what are we doing here, really? Yeah. That's another good point. They do have to get the crowd. They're just. It's got to be a hot start with the glass break. Something, something. We need something. They need to have the mix of it's memorable, which is what you're suggesting would be memorable. Yeah. But also you need that pop or else it's that moment that gets everyone at home also excited going. I think one thing they could do, they could get the glass breaking, but instead of it being stone cold, it could be Kevin Owens. And then they hot start it from there with stone cold. You could you could do that. I mean, I would. The one thing is, again, they've ruined that by already doing the Montreal's. Uh, yeah, Shawn Michaels thing is that you've done it twice now. Which of course, Kevin Owens would then go, "Haha, got you again," which will be I'd laugh a little bit. But then it's kind of like, are we building up to something where Stone Cold was isn't even going to show up? Yeah, I mean, like, ah, uh, they. they kind of booked themselves in a hole by doing that on Monday, not gonna lie. They, they did, and this build-up has not been good because Stone Cold has been just on social media. I haven't been checking it. I just don't... It's supposed to be on the show because that's how the shows work. They build to the pay-per-view. And where has Stone Cold Steve Austin been on the show? He's so been nowhere. Mentioned. He's just been mentioned. Now... I mean, he- the go home show, I assume they're gonna have him on, oh. or else what are we doing? The fact this is happening during our spring break. Oh, I'm gonna be so irritated watching all of this. Yeah. Well, Wednesday like, will be reminded what happy wrestling is like. Oh God, Dude, spring break is gonna be a long week for wrestling. We will not be live. Um, well, we won't, technically, we will be live during spring break on the Saturday portion of WrestleMania. But there will be no episode that Friday. Yeah. Because we're not going to record during spring break. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're going to take a little break from that. But, man, I, I don't know what to do with Stone Cold. Like, 
why not just uh, if you're bringing him back and he's already in shape, just do a match at that point. Just do a match. You know, it's, we all know it's a setup for one. But <gasps> don't do that thing you did with The Rock and Cena either. The last thing I want is to wait a year for Stone Cold Steve Austin's next probably last match. Oh my gosh, please just, do not. Just, just do it in Texas because you already got set up. Yep. Don't um, do it two years in a row either. Gosh. Uh, yeah, twice in a lifetime. Everybody loved that. Um, yeah. WWE, also, if you could like make everything with your company, like all the booking, less of a chore to think about, that'd be great. Because man, every time Cody Rhodes, you, you're going... But why? In Stone Cold and Owen, it's going. I know why, but you're doing it wrong. <laughs> There's honestly probably been so much news breaking about this year's WrestleMania more than any other WrestleMania that I can remember. Because there's, it feels like they're desperate for this one to be good. Like, it feels like they're desperate to sell out that stadium. Like last year, kind of like we were coming back from the COVID pandemic era in wrestling, and. It was an underwhelming show, largely, but it wasn't like if you judge it now, it wasn't an underwhelming show. But at the time, it was a good show because you know you finally got fan reactions. Yeah, fans were back. It was uh, it was fun. But I do I do like the fact that I got delayed because of a thunderstorm, though. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was some of the most uh, hilarious visuals we've gotten. Michael Cole in the rain poncho was McAfee with him in the rain poncho too. Yes, yes, it was. Oh, was and, so funny. Um, yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm rooting for that, but it'd be honestly hilarious if that would happen again. Um, but, but it's in what Austin this year, or was it in Dallas? It's in Dallas. It's in Dallas. So there's a dome. There's no. Yeah, that's not going to happen at Jerry's World. Yeah, Jerry's World. The only risk you have is the you know giant giant video board, but that's just for punts. Apparently, that might just fall. That'd be terrible. <laughs> that would be terrible. That'd be horrible. But also, Jerry, you better have that thing tightened up up there. Imagine if that thing fell, but like it was an empty stadium the night before WrestleMania and it like crushed the entire set. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jerry Jones would be in a lot of trouble with the. Uh, I don't know who I'd be more scared of, Vince or the entire locker room who just lost their uh, WrestleMania pay. Yeah, and then Vince will probably turn it into an angle for next year's WrestleMania where he'll wrestle Jerry Jones. Yeah, that, that is actually what he'd really do. <laughs> or he'll do uh they each pick a wrestler. Uh, I want to see I want to see Vince versus Jerry. I want to see stand-ins. If you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it the right way. Vince Loser Jerry gets their head Jerry shaved. Jones. Loser gets their head shaved. Uh winner gets the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> winner gets a Dallas. Oh my god, imagine they put Vince over and visit me. Vince McMahon now owns the Dallas Cowboys, and man, he's a real billionaire now. Oh my gosh! Oh my god, the internet would break if Vince McMahon owned the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like their their fate in the NFL would just be the same anyway. Oh, uh, you know there'd be storylines happening in the locker room though, week to week. That'd be. I'd hope. I would hope that Dak Prescott would immediately just say, "Get out! Get out of my locker room! Stop!" Oh, it'd be like a. Oh, crowd! I'm thinking. Um, Michael Gallup puts uh, Ezekiel Elliott through a table in in a halftime speech. As he probably should. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! But Owens, again. I'm more intrigued to watch this WrestleMania probably than years past because of how 
ridiculous the show and the card is. But I don't know. It just I feel like WWE said, well, we're going to throw all this crap at the wall, see if it sticks, <coughs> and we'll get so much bad press from it. It's got to make people to watch, right? Yeah. I can't get tremendously excited because, again, the past year has exposed just how much I think this company has yeah. fallen. See, I'm not, I'm not excited. I'm just intrigued. There's a difference between excitement and intrigue. It's not like, oh, man, WrestleMania, I better get my popcorn, get my friends around, get the seven-layer dip and the, the queso sauce. Like, no, it's – I'm like, man, eh, I watch. I'll have my eyes on the product, and that's all you're going to get out of me. If something excites me, then, wow, good job. I mean, if there's anything exciting that comes out of this WrestleMania – it will be a win for them. Yeah, and then in the next month, they'll ruin it, of course. Oh, yeah, they'll ruin it. So don't get ex- too excited during WrestleMania. <laughs> we get the we get the new heist of a century when Cody Rhodes debuts in the winner-take-all match, wins both belts. I then want the next Cody night Rhodes gets... nowhere near a title in his first month. <laughs> and, then, and, then the, and then, like, at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, he loses to Lita. I refuse to even humor this. No, I don't want to see Cody Rhodes anywhere near the world titles. I don't want to see him near the Intercontinental until a month later. It's like happening Do something right in the middle for a of the month match. The title. They, they play to Seth Rollins music and everyone thinks, oh, wait, wait what's Steph doing? And then it's Cody Rhodes, actually. If, if they just switch all the theme songs for WrestleMania, I might get behind that. It'd be something different, but that's it. Oh, Do you think Cody comes out? in the full Triple H sitting on a throne, and then he turns around and smashes it with a sledgehammer. I hope he is hit by a sledgehammer from <laughs> Triple H instead. I refuse to acknowledge this idea of Cody getting anywhere close to over because the only reason he'll be over is that he switched from the other team, and it's interesting. It Nothing be t- about Cody Rhodes himself as a character, as a wrestler, <laughs> is going to be over. It's, he can't cut up he could cut some promos but they're all in aew and they all have to have veiled shots at wwe he's there now he can't do that anymore <laughs> oh my gosh another thought just popped into my mind there'll be a tri- it'll be a three-on-three uh tag match it'll be stone cold cody and Shawn michaels versus owens seth rollins and triple h i don't want to see triple h near a ring for a while <laughs> <laughs> i just threw michaels in there for the heck of it Sean can go wrestle AJ Styles because we all don't end on that Saudi Arabia match. We'll throw Sean with Brett. We'll put Brett in there. Brett, stop. stop. None of these people should be near a wrestling <laughs> ring. This is why they have problems. <laughs> they think these ideas, and they aren't being ironic. They're not kidding. They think of these things and say, let's actually do it. There's a difference between me saying this because I'm laughing, but they're actually serious about it. They aren't kidding when they say, hey, do you think Brett wants to wrestle? I'm sure he wants to, but he can't, so don't. He'll throw Taker out there in a WrestleMania for the heck of it, too. That's WrestleMania. Taker wrestles in WrestleMania only for the last 15 years. Teddy Long comes out. Listen here, player. You're going to wrestle The Undertaker. I want uh, everything about this is just something <laughs> that they do in a retro Raw, and I'd get annoyed because this isn't retro. <laughs> Don't tell me my childhood is retro. I'm not ready to be old yet. Hulk Hogan comes out and pins Yokozuna again. 
Uh, Hulk Hogan going at WrestleMania would be the boldest move possible. Um, oh my goodness. But man, th- like, this is honestly the truthful thing about WWE. I jokingly came up with all this in my mind because why not? And they would actually do it. That's the thing. They do it, and then next week they'd hope that you forgot. Yep. And I would hope I forgot in the week later, but then I'd watch and go, wait, why, why is everything this different? Because I don't know what I want either. I want to forget things, but I also want continuity. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> One thing we can all never forget, though, is the Attitude Era. Remember when Raw was war? Did you know actually Raw spelled backwards is war? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, concerto spelled backwards. It turns out it's also war. I'm just joking. If you spell concerto backwards, I can't even pronounce that. But I'm not well. going to try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but concerto is war. You want to know why? I, I, I do want to know why, actually. Well, the starting left bench has come out and said they are the best tag team. In KCOU sports. These clowns again. Are you serious right they, now? These clowns disrespected the bad guy, right? And said they are the best tag team in KCOU sports. Well, listen, they couldn't strap my boots, all right? They don't know what they're talking about, best tag team. They could get me in a handicap match and still lose. These two, these jobbers think they can take us on in a war? No, they can't. They can think that all they want, but again... Peyton and Justin, we are throwing out an open challenge. Anytime, anywhere, tag match. I'm breaking out the shovel. I'm going to bury you two clowns. I'm going to break out the face paint and go full, exalted, broken Matt Hardy on them. Uh, I'm just going to... I'm just going <laughs> to pin them one, two, three. It's over. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to entertain this quote-unquote war... No, this is going to be a burial. It's not a this war. A squ- it's going to be a burial. This is a squash match. Squash I'm sorry. Match. You guys are just, you're not on my level. I'm you sorry. You think Triple H burying everybody through the reign of terror was bad? Wait till you see what Concerto does as starting left bench when we bury them with the golden shovel. Listen, this is just going to be Sheamus versus Zack Ryder for the title again. <laughs> you mean Daniel like, Bryan? No. Yes, but no. <laughs> um, both, actually. <laughs> Shame is 5.15. It'll be Concerto 5.15. Just my daily reminder that Sheamus had two different squash matches against internet favorites. No wonder people didn't like him for a while. Um, yeah, we're just going to bury them. Starting left bench. Start, I, I mean, they're water boys. They're jobbers. What are they they're literally starting for? left bench. They're not even full starters. They're just on the, on the bench. And they, they treat that as starting. Like, I mean, what do you want from me there? They're At best, they're sixth men. At best. Yeah. I mean, I listened to their show at Monday at 3 p.m. on KCLU 88.1 FM, but there's nothing starting about them. It's literally in their name. It's left bench. Like, yeah, you're on the I, bench and you're proud of that? Yeah, I mean, at best, you're Bobby Boucher. You're literally the water boys. I don't know why you're coming at us like you're going to win this war. You're not going to win, Blake. We're, we're concerto. We, it's literally all, in our name. You know what we can do with our namesake, right? First of all, we're the undisputed, undefeated, never been beat, never lost around champions. You can't beat us. Yeah, I not mean. once. We, we've been watching wrestling since we were like, I don't know, two. No, not even that, since we could see. I've been watching wrestling since I could see. 
I, I don't think these guys know what they're getting themselves into. They, they don't know, but we'll open the floor. We'll open the challenge to starting left bench. If they want to go have a promo battle, they want to have a, a, a match. Um, Frick, I'm, I'm not a trained wrestler. I don't know if I'll do a match, but we can, we'll work something out, whether it be rock, paper, scissors, whether it be a game of chess. Heck, well, we'll play underwater basket weaving. I will DDT them. <laughs> How will DDT them through the announce table? The I'm Spanish announce table. Listen here, you little clowns. I am not playing around. I will DDT you. This isn't a joke. I am going to DDT you into the ground. I've been watching Jake Roberts. You're done. I will pull out the thumbtacks, how Britt Baker did to Thunder Rosa. Why does every match need thumbtacks? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when TNA had the tack match? Remember when uh, Abyss told Ric Flair he couldn't use thumbtacks because that was his thing? <laughs> That's a story that I read the other day, which is wow. absolutely hilarious that Abyss told rick flair of all people he couldn't do a spot how many times did abyss compete in that tag match in tna there was like five of them i'm pretty sure he competed in all of them Uh, yeah he he was kind of just there mick foley uh it was the the worst contraption of kane undertaker and mankind rolled into one oh remember when he became like his brother that was that was worse Um, remember when he was friends with Hulk Hogan for no reason and Hulk Hogan gave him his Hall of Fame ring? And that gave him the mystical power of hulking up out of nowhere? That was the dumbest, stupidest, horrible thing I've seen in wrestling. And that includes everything in WWE. I mean it. And remember they're coming on 10-10-10? I'm busy trying to remember every date that TNA tried to make people remember and say, hey, there's a debut happening, and then it ended up being like Tito or Tito. Remember when he murdered RVD with that two by four with like all the nails in it? That was yep, yep, the two by four named Janice. I remember like watching that. I was like, is RVD dead? I also was wondering, is RVD dead? But I was also going, that is a two by four with but nails, nails. In it. <laughs> named Janice by this absolute monster. Abyss was scary up until you remembered the Attitude Era. <laughs> it was scary. Like, when you're a kid watching this, it was scary. But you know what else was scary? Uh, Dynamite. <laughs> Di- Dynamite. What happened on this show? Like, it wasn't awful, but... <laughs> this show was funny. <laughs> it was just comedy. Like, first of all, we're definitely going to have to talk about this. Britt Baker, do you know how to sell... Like, do you know how to sell? Is that a thing? You know how to do it? So is this about the end of the match where she got hit by a chair and didn't matter? Oh, no. I'm talking about the entire uh, last 10 minutes of the match that they put up on YouTube that I watched. Oh. Well, um, I don't know. Heck? I don't know what their problem is, but it feels like... The- it's a welcome change at the top of the women's division is all I'll say. It. The pop was great. Love Thunder Rosa. Love that she's champion. But oh my God. Never do a women's cage match again. You could do a cage match. Just don't be bad at it. (laughs) Like, no, don't, don't, just don't do a cage match. Screw the women's. No, every cage match I've seen in AEW is kind of suck. 
That, I don't know about that because of the uh, just because of the tag uh, cage match, which was beautiful. yeah, that one was good. But whatever it was, I don't. I love that the women main evented. I love that the women's division got the spotlight. I love that Thunder Rosa is the champion and actually can carry the women's division to higher heights than what Britt Baker can. But what the hell was this? Why are there chairs in a cage match? The cage match is the gimmick. We don't need chairs. We don't need thumbtacks. This is a cage match. You did they ask John the Moxley about the tax spot in the Ambrose Asylum match? Because that seems like what they did. Yeah, I think they need... Where's Arn? <laughs> Where is Arn, Anderson? I, I think they needed to have talks with Arn about... How do we properly do a cage match? Because all people that'll know, Arn Anderson is one that would probably know. And it's not like we, these two couldn't put on a good match. We know what they did in the Lights Out match against each other a year so, ago. It was a year ago, and since then they've faced twice, and twice they've kind of missed the mark. So maybe, maybe they caught lightning in a bottle once, but they just don't actually have chemistry. If they just wanted to do it, if they wanted to do an extreme type of match in Thunder Rosa's hometown, they should have never booked them two to face each other at the pay-per-view. And they should have just done another Extreme Rules match, but except this time it's not a lights-out unsanctioned match. Yeah, this missed the mark, especially because they also ran out of time. Yeah, they which did. is honestly inexcusable because you had 17 minutes. Yeah, It's not like you needed to rush, but you so could have I... built a match for that. I watched specifically the last nine minutes of it on um, YouTube that they put up. And it seemed like it, and I was like, man, okay, nine minutes. Is this going to be like five minutes of wrestling, then five minutes of Thunder Rosa celebration? That's what I thought it was going to be. And as I was watching it, I was like, okay, that has to be an ending. Okay, that has to be the ending. Why is Britt not selling? Britt just hit Thunder Rosa in the head with a chair. and She's rolls back in the ring what the heck yeah and thunder rose is now not selling the uh chair shot everybody everybody involved in this um you're gonna have to take some laps i think we can just i think the best thing to do is just forget this match ever happened yeah this one was not great um they had everything under the sun you could throw into this to make it a little more ridiculous the chair spots the tack spots the ref bump. The ref, the ref bump. Everything. Aubrey pinning in thumbtacks. Yeah. Um, she really went for it too, so I'll give her that. Uh, Aubrey, um, um Aubrey, your hands. I'm so sorry. Uh, Aubrey, I'm sorry. You have a lot more guts than I would. But I, if I was told to go out there and pin in thumbtacks, I say no way in heck. I would have told them um yeah, double pay. Yeah, like uh, double I, I, pay. I just, or... I just want the money. Um, but this, it had blood, it had all that. But it, again, this was proof that you can have all those things that doesn't yeah. make it a good match. And they've done it before where they've had a good match with it. It's just, I don't know. This, they really screwed up Thunder Rosa winning the title. We know the title reign, her title reign is going to be great because we know what we can get out of Thunder Rosa, but they really missed a mark here. Yeah, and um, let's get the ball rolling on J.B. Hayter now leaving Rip Baker. <laughs> yes, let's get that ball rolling. I want to see that. Um, I was looking at the women's standings today. Um, I'm not sure who's at the top, but who would be – it would be Serena Deeb could be 
Thunder Rosa's first match, first title defense. And I would like that, actually. Hasn't Serena been, like, squashing a bunch of jobbers? Yeah. And, I mean, it makes <laughs> no right, sense yeah. for her to go after the TBS women's title because um, that would be a heel against a heel, so. Yeah, she has been. Um, let me, I'm checking the rankings right now. What do we got here? Although the rankings don't matter whatsoever. That, too. They don't matter. Uh, Serena is at the top. Nyla Rose, Red Velvet. Layla what, Hirsch is fifth. Um, what did Nyla Rose do? I haven't seen her on TV in like the past three weeks. Why is she two in the rankings? She is 5-0, and oh, and there are only two undefeated contenders left this year. She's 5-0. and oh. What Serena, five matches does she have on TV? Serena is 6-0. and oh. uh, Serena has six. Where are these matches? Ta- oh, they're probably taking place on Dark. Yeah, I think Serena's had one or two of these destroying some poor young female wrestler. But, um, yeah. You know what you need to do next week? Have Serena D take on Nyla Rose in a number one contender match. Basically, winner gets the number one spot in number one contender. I, I have I like a feeling it. that Serena's entire being in AEW is to either squash rookies or have classics with Ikari Shida. Yeah. Which, honestly, pretty good. I think she could keep doing that, and I'd be fine with it. But She would, but I would love to see her match shot. with her and Thunder Rosa. You know those two can work well. I think Serena is probably the most underrated member of this women's roster. I mean, she is the professor, after all. Yeah, she's very good, and quite frankly, give her a title shot and also let her keep squashing all the rookies. Like, honestly, like... I, I like her. Um, I think her and Rosa could main event a pay-per-view too. Like, honestly, I think they could. With the right wanna, build, they can main event a pay-per-view. I want to just say these rankings are just hilarious. <laughs> because you know they don't matter, but also if they do matter, what? Yeah, I mean, apparently Dante Martin could get a title shot out of nowhere, so why can't Serena Deep? I'm looking at the men's rankings right now, and Lance Archer is back to number one. What did Lance Archer do? Sammy Guevara is second. Jay Lethal is third. Jay Lethal is third. Jay Lethal hasn't been on TV since he debuted. Well, luckily, Jay Lethal is going to face Adam Cole tonight, so that will probably take care of that. Uh, Adam Cole is four. So So he'll be taking care of that. (laughs) Let me get this straight. Lance Archer loses to the world champion in a not Texas death match, but that was a Texas death match, but it's not actually a Texas death match. And uh, he, he basically doesn't drop out of the rankings altogether. And in a couple of weeks later, he's at number one. Yeah. No, That's the last time we saw him on TV. Luckily for him, that is his only loss. And everybody else has already lost. And Adam Cole's loss is the same guy. And Adam Cole's loss is the same guy, but this time at a paid event, probably a better match. What the heck? I don't know. Adam, Adam Cole is also just what is not their metric? Much. They might be worse than the college football playoff committee. Uh, I think it's the same one the UFC does, where sometimes they just throw out the rankings and say, "Hey, this guy makes us a lot of money." What, what like is, Lance Archer does not make anybody money, so that doesn't make sense either. What what what's the criteria? Like, is it top ten wins? Like, I don't know. I, I think it's literally looking at it. It's by how many. If you have the same amount of losses, it's by how many wins. I'm guessing Lance Archer has been very busy on Dark. I guess so too. I'm, do they count his wins in Japan? No, they count them on Dark. 
I, I guarantee it's all dark. Oh my gosh. This is, it's wow. dark or it's been segments that we just kind of ignored. Gosh. Mostly dark. That, that's awful. All right. What else was on the show? Okay. Let's get back to that. Uh, also, one more thing before we move on. Um, Britt Baker, if you take a chair spot like that, you're act like you're dead. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to just say that uh, Britt Baker, if I ever give any criticism, you can make me take the spot and I'll try to sell it. <laughs> Wait, Literally the, push me off of the turnbuckle on the chairs. I'll try to see if I can sell it. I don't think like, I can. I, I don't think it was a good idea to even try that spot in the first place because she didn't like crash through the chairs. I thought she was going to fall on her head backwards for a second. I see people t- saying that the tax spot was a fake tax, which is the most hilarious. No, those were real accusation. tax. That's a hilarious accusation because everybody was just looking for something to be mad about at that point. Listen, the match wasn't what everybody wanted it to be, but let's not start making things up about it, okay, everybody? Yeah. See, I wasn't happy with it because they, for whatever reason, the last five minutes didn't sell anything. But, like, outside of that, I'm happy with the result. That result is what we all kind of wanted, but the match could have been a lot better. better. Um, well, other other on the show, <laughs> Jurassic Express teamed with Hangman because Hangman can't make good decisions anymore, and they got beat by the Undisputed Era. Wow! So the facto Undisputed Era actually gets a win. They get a win. They beat Hangman and all those uh, the Dinosaur Man. And uh, the Jungle Boy. Question: um, Why? Um, why was there just a moon salt spot in this match where all three baby faces hit a moon salt? Because it looks cool. And it it looks weird. cool, but it, it looks, I'm like, what the heck? Why? It gets a pop. Uh, it looks cool, and that's it. There like I no think the moon salt. If you want to do moon salt, you either reserve it for Luchasaurus. Or Hangman Page, because Hangman Page does a great moonsault. And Lugosaurus, the fact that he can do a moonsault at that size is so cool. Now, I will say that it did get the desired reaction from the crowd, and uh, it's good for that, I guess. But yeah, I, I could do without it, but also the fact that the fans liked it. I'll give them that. I, I mean, a dinosaur can fly. Yes, yes, he's, uh, he's a pterodactyl now. And Jungle Boy eats the pin. <laughs> oh, poor Jungle Boy. Well, you're a tag champion. You don't get to complain about it, I guess. Yeah. Is is this Lucha's Lucha uh, Lucha? Ah, uh, crap! What is that? I almost called them Lucha House Party for a second. They. Uh, what about them? Oh no, no, no! I just almost called them Lucha House Party. I keep confusing Luchasaurus with the name of the tag team, which is Jurassic Express. <laughs> I, I I can safely say the only reason I don't make that. The sake is because I never thought about Lucha House Party once. <laughs> um, but Young, uh, this is their first reign as tag, tag champions, right? I believe so. I, I think it is their first one. I can, I'll double check that. I, don't wanna... I like their reign so far, not gonna lie. Now, view title history. This is a good thing they put on here. Um, yeah, it's their first reign. Really? We've not had repeat champions. That's shocking. Yeah, um, considering how over they've been for the past couple of years. Yeah, it's mostly because uh, the young bucks hogged it. The elite has hogged this title, is what I'm looking at. I mean, the bucks do um, kind of 
book the tag division. So, yeah, 302 days. Now, luckily, it's been a few months. So, I'm really proud of them for that. Um, but outside of that, hey, something to smile about. Brian Danielson and John Moxley beat uh, the not best friends, but kind of best friends. De facto best friends. Yeah. Um, and not only that, I loved it. Uh, yeah, loved I mean, Wheeler Yuta. A- amazing. Wheeler Yuta got to show off all of the potential that we knew he had. We thought he was going to get squashed in this match. Yeah, it may would have made sense there, but it made more sense what they actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, he got, he got beat up, but he beat them up, and then he got slapped by William Regal after an offer of yeah. a handshake dude regal on commentary was great i loved it when he said uh you know talking to shivani and jr is like you know thanking them for you know what they've done for him and then he says mass man you haven't done anything for me well, he's right uh excalibur has done absolutely nothing for him that's <laughs> funny um he also asked who the demon waif was that was at ringside which was also very funny that was very funny they have not still explained dan housen dan housen i think is just gonna be uh, why is he with the best friend why is he with orange cassidy he knows we're in uh, one merch seller that uh just sells merch it will to put together now i don't think they're gonna make any merch with the two but I don't know what Dan Housen does other than curse people. It's fun. I like it. So. Freshly evil squeezed. Yeah. Very, very fresh. Very squeezed. Um, I can't tell if this means Wheeler Yuta is this close to being a part of this stable I would like that it. William Regal's making. I think he should be. He also showed some fire when he got slapped. He was this close to knocking Regal out for one for the two guys behind I him. I love that Regal just slaps these guys. And wants them to slap him back. Is very much a good tell of, are you someone who can hang with us? If you want to fight me right now, then yeah, you you are that guy. He's like, fight so, me, but I'll drop you. Like that's, that's what it's got, the feeling of. And honestly, this is going to be, for Wheeler Yuta, this is going to be what catapults him really mm-hmm. to that next level right now he's part of the lower mid card uh, stable lower mid card for the his section at least i have an idea for a william regal shirt that would be great it would be a picture of him like his handout and then under it, it says i manage violence and it's like the same like a little violence uh brian danielson shirt that would be great that'd be pretty good right there that would be pretty good it would be in blood now, again, <laughs> I can't wear it if it's in blood. Uh, I, I just don't want people thinking that, I, you know, take the blood of my enemies and wipe violence onto a T-shirt, <laughs> which I, is I, what wrestling T-shirts have decided they want to do, I guess. I want to I do that so I can buy like 20 of them and then wear them to a $200 lecture class and sit in the front row in front of the instructor. Now the greatest segment of all time. <laughs> The greatest. This is the pinnacle of wrestling. Sports this entertainment. Is this is, sorry, sports entertainment. This was it. This was the greatest segment. And I, I, I'm going to be honest. This is, I can't do it justice. What, what Chris, what, what's 2.0's name again? Uh, first of all, 2.0, that was a bad name from Bad Creative, okay? Their names, those aren't their real names. 
there here's her real names daddy magic matt menard and cool hand Ange angelo parker this is the greatest segment i've ever watched um who come into jericho chris jericho had to come up with that i guarantee you did and they heard it and said that's hilarious go for it this is the jericho appreciation society which is even better this this keeps getting better with every part of it i read and every part of it i watch it was what made jericho said hmm i'm gonna do every wwe trope and run with it he said i didn't become a millionaire being a dirty pro wrestler i did it being a sports entertainer (laughs) and daniel garcia who is first of all literally look at the guy how he works he's a pro wrestler yeah (laughs) and then he just stone face looks at the crowd and says i'm a sports entertainer and i'm sitting there shaking my head going not daniel too you didn't corrupt my boy daniel garcia he's supposed to join regal and danielson Brian Danielson's supposed to be his new dad. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here. I think it's hilarious. Um, it would be funny if Cody Rhodes came back at WWE and said, I, I was spending my time as a dirty pro wrestler. Now I'm a sports entertainer. <laughs> oh, man. If Cody says the words pro wrestler, that might redeem him in my eyes. But <laughs> they, they'll, they'll actually release him again if he says that. Um, Although someone did say pro wrestling, McAfee said it. McAfee said it twice. Pat McAfee would be a millionaire without Vince McMahon, so he's a little different. Great that Cody also did it. Um, oh my god! This entire segment was just perfect. This new stable—it's a—it's a breath of fresh air, and I'm really glad that Chris Jericho has decided to reinvent himself yet again. How many times has Jericho would just reinvent himself, and it'll be a smashing hit? He just doesn't miss. The guy never misses. You could give him a guitar gimmick similar to Elias's, and he'll probably make it better. Yeah, this is um, this is the perfect group too. I mean, Garcia felt like it was a reach. Two point with Jericho makes sense. Oh my gosh, yes. And um, Hager can barely talk, so it's just seamless to put him with him. Yeah, it's just great that they never put a mic in his hands, and I hope they never do again. Oh my god. Hager I'm surprised he's talk. I'm surprised he's still with the company and uh, that's a different story. Oh Scorpio Sky versus Warlow. Scorpio Sky retains. Yeah. That's um, a Wardlow, surprise. You're allowed to get a heat on Paige Van Zant's husband. I just want to say that. Yeah, uh, you're allowed I'm to a, punch him. I'm an MMA fan. Still don't know his name. Um <laughs> You're allowed to punch him warmly. As soon as like she's yelling at you and then the husband comes up, you can punch the husband. Yeah. Um, Patreon Zant, uh, first of all, she is a natural at what she does. Oh my gosh, yes. She also is training under Gangrel, so that's pretty cool. She's actually taking this very seriously. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, what's his name? Austin? Austin Van Zant? I don't care what uh, I'm just calling him um, the husband. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to need to start taking some bumps, buddy, because she is going to be making sure you're in a position where you always have to take bumps. But, buddy, um, that was really weird when he just started making out with her in front of Wardlow. I'm like, what is Wardlow supposed to take away from that? <laughs> like, what is Wardlow supposed to do that? Like, what if he a, didn't beat up the husband, what is he supposed to do when they start kissing? 
I'm going to take you inside the mind of Wardlow as you watch this. Oh, you know, he's kissing his wife. And that's the only thing Wardlow's supposed to think of that. What, what, what is that supposed to prove? Like, what is he supposed to do? He's not, he can't hit them both. Like, Wardlow's probably going, oh, good for you, champ. Good for you, champ. I and have then, a match to win. Thank you. And, uh, so Scorpio Sky ends up winning. And then uh, the all MMA fighters gang up on Wardlow, right? Yep. <laughs> God the heck and then mjf rolls down there and they beat the crap out of him with a chair uh yeah also mjf apparently paid off dan lambert because dan's hurting for money you know running the most successful mma gym in the country okay mjf let me tell you something um i know you're a role model buddy but if dan lambert's asking you for money you should have just turned him down and said no i'll I'll beat him up myself not only that uh MJF could not beat up Wardlow himself. We all um, know MJF could take Wardlow in a fight. MJF would cower in fear and beg and uh, beg to pay money that he didn't get hurt if it was just him and Wardlow. Ah, nah. But Dan Lambert, um, I don't know why you need the money. I mean, you get paid by MMA fighters for them to go train at your gym, but whatever. Right? More money is good in any sense. Um. It felt like for the first uh, title defense of Scorpio Sky, if this is how it's going to be, oh boy, it's not going to be a fun title reign. I mean, the fact that he didn't win any matches really in the singles division going up to his title victory. I know he's capable of good matches. I know he's capable of matches better than this. But also, I, I understand that with Wardlow, it's a different story. Yeah. We got to treat this differently because MJF storyline has to come into play. Yeah, it, and does. it did. And at some point, uh, I would have loved it if be- MJF interjected himself into the match and said, No, because you broke your contract, I get the match now. I really thought they would go with that, but then it'd be really funny watching MJF have to deal with everything that Warlow just dealt with. Oh my God. I- they were going to play fair no matter who they're facing. And that's, that lo- that's good. I don't know what heck. This is a weird match. All right, next up. Hardy's defeat private party. That's a good little rhyme right there. I almost thought Jeff broke his neck. Yeah, Jeff. I'm very worried all the time about uh, when I see Jeff and uh, so Matt out there. They they tease the swanton. Don't do the swan. Okay, someone tell Excalibur to say, instead of saying senton, say swanton. Yeah, hold on. Excalibur, this is Jeff Hardy we're talking about. You call it the Swanton. Thank you. You're not called the Senton. I know that's what it is, but... It's a Swanton bomb. Yes. But we don't, anyway. call it a, we don't call it a weird cutter. We call it the twist of fate, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't call it the, 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 the knockoff diamond cutter. No, we call it the twist of fate. Yeah. So... The, the Swanton. Let's just dive into that little spot um it looked like jeff didn't quite rotate far enough which is um not normal for jeff he usually as a movie does not mess up i think maybe maybe it's rust in a combination of like this is really his first match since that house show i don't know but Something was off about that swanton. I think they'll fix it. Uh, maybe. Who was it that took the swanton? Was it Mark Quinn? 
Uh, or was it Isaiah Cassidy? Isaiah Cassidy. Who's Isaiah? So I think Isaiah Cassidy may have been a little bit too far away. I don't know. I'll think they'll fix it, but that was just weird. Yeah. They're going to need to – I don't know. I know they have a match tonight, but that's troubling when you see that because it's not normal out of Jeff to see that from him. Yeah. Um, I think they'll fix it. There was some other weirdness. This is we're gonna knock these ones out quick. These weren't matches, these were very short segments. Uh Ricky Starks warned Keith Lee not to show up on Rampage. I don't know what happened there, but that's funny. Yeah, that was weird. Um Chris Statlander wiped off her alien makeup. Oh. I'm sad if this is no. <laughs> I'm I'm slightly relieved though. I'm relieved because you take her very seriously. She's going to probably make a serious run now. But also, no, no, there goes my... How am I going to get booted by any aliens in all elite wrestling now? Yeah, but I'm a little relieved now, so maybe um, she won't invade the show. Yeah, but I don't know. That would Now who am I going to blame if I hear alien noises? I, I know. I, I She's got to keep the alien gimmick, right? If she, I don't know what, what this is entailing, but it is a good, like, it's intriguing. Yeah. I think she, the thing with the best friends right now is it feels like it's kind of falling apart. Yeah. Um, Chris Statlander is no longer an alien. That's not good for the best friends because that was kind of yep. what made Maybe. her a part of it. Is it the Danhausen effect? Danhausen's cursed the best friends. My theory. She did boop Dan Housen. Okay, well, never mind. She had it coming. And he, he did not like that. So, also, this is one you can't really look over. FTR fired Tully Blanchard. Yeah, that was weird. It was, again, it was in a little small segment. I would assume they have a, another manager coming in. Maybe. Because these guys, I like FTR. They're not the greatest promos in the world. They, they need another manager. They can't. I'd imagine they have one that might be in mind because if this is just me speculating, FTR loves one wrestler and one wrestler in particular. They love Bret Hart. They do. <laughs> and I don't know if AEW will bring in Bret Hart. I know Bret Hart would do anything and everything to not be held down to WWE. Yep. So if they got Bret Hart in, then I'm fully in favor. One but thing to think about. Not, that makes sense. One thing to think about. Um, they got the match with the Briscoes coming up. They do have the match with the Briscoes coming up. I think it'll be gold at the Supercard of Honor. It, it's going to be probably tag match of the year because this has been one in the making for ages. They've never faced off in a, a match, have they? It's got to be the no, first one. No, yeah, they've be- never faced off. FTR has been – they've, they've been kind of exclusively in uh, AAA and AEW. They, this might be the tag match, like the best tag match in the last five years. Yeah, and there is a lot of questions if it would even happen because the Briscoes probably not going to be able to come into all wrestling. Yeah. But those – the fact that this will happen is honestly huge. But also, there's a lot of speculation about surprises at that Supercard of Honor. I am really looking forward to it. 
but I'm also kind of going, you better kind of deliver, do it justice. Yep. I, I feel like next weekend is going to have a lot of good. If you're a wrestling fan, you're excited because I uh, got Supercard of Honor. Believe it or not, there is a WrestleMania. Yeah, but yeah. Wrestling's wrestling. I'll take it. Yeah. So that was Dynamite. It was a weird show, not your yeah. usual. Um, if but, we sound a little weird about it, it's because we don't usually expect to have to criticize it so heavily. Yeah, it's the past couple of weeks. But I think they're going to be back on the stride tonight because the raccoon wearing hat, the worst in the world, CM Punk will be live. They beat MJF. What a guy. Yeah, no, no I'll give CM Punk. Where props are due. He beat MJF. They are square in the ring. Clean as a whistle. He, he is the best in the world. He earned that title now. He and, earned that title many, many years ago. You no, know, no, he, he fully earned it now. Fully he, earned it now. He fully earned it when MJF was still in diapers. <laughs> uh, but, you know, CM Punk is now um, going to be on Dynamite. There well, was speculation that he could have been gone for a bit. Yeah, he's been doing some form of filming, I guess, that yeah, for people real. thought he would be uh, out for a while. Yeah, but no. He's... And then the people started criticizing his run, and it's like, you're going to criticize CM Punk's run with AEW when he just got out of probably the best program we've seen in AEW history? Yeah, also, he's back, so everybody can chill. And also, he's going to face Dax Harwood tonight. Yeah, and, oh my gosh, solid match. That's going to be a solid match. Dax in a singles match, don't see it very often. Any of F- either of FTR in a singles match. I would love to see them in a handicap match of Punk. Um, I don't want to have to see CM Punk beat those two guys, those poor yeah, guys. But, man, those are just, like, three tremendous workers right there. If they get into a handicap yeah. match, they tear it up. Uh, CM Punk might have a friend one day. Who knows? Some guy named Joe. Some guy um, named Joe. It'd be pretty cool if Samoa Joe would just show up anywhere, to be honest. You think Samoa Joe joins a violence faction with William Regal and Moxley? It'd make a lot of sense. I mean, he was oh once, they once called him the nation of violence. That would be, uh, and, you know, he had a little spout with uh, Regal on NXT for like yeah, I, two weeks. Well, I mean, he did keep telling Regal get better security. So, I mean, bring in some better security, I guess. Yeah, I guess he could be that better security. Um. As I see him punk facing Dax, we're going to have MJF speaking about something, I guess. It's probably about the punk match because he hasn't done any of that. He's only showed up one week and that was last week. He's probably going to speak about that, speak about Wardlow, mostly Wardlow, probably. Probably. Um, you know, fi- finally fire Wardlow. I don't know. Maybe we'll get him go after the AW title, something. Uh, the Varsity Blondes are t- this week's sacrifice to the violence faction. But, oh, poor poor Griff Garrison. Uh, Griff Garrison. You think Julia there. leaves them Because they've been teasing that. I think Julia leaves him, but it's like, uh, she's leaving. When she leaves, it's going to be for the House of Black, right? Because right? she got misted. And this has been months now. She's still got that weird eye patch on just go just go if she's not going to join the violence faction then join the mysterious house of whores yeah it's gonna be how it's gotta be them because she doesn't fit the violence she's just not violent i'm sorry julia hart you have not done anything violent julia hart looks like i'm not not criticizing her to be mean but she looks like she couldn't hurt a fly 
Yeah, and you know that's fine. Some some wrestlers just look that way. Uh, but, but also, I feel like if they put her with the House of Black, she could become very terrifying really quick. Yes. So let's accelerate the process because we've passed the point where it should have happened. Yep. Just do it or take the eye patch off. I, there's no point in just wasting this. It's been teased. Malachi Black has teased this. It's literally on dark too. The fact that I know that it makes me sad. Uh, another match, uh, Red Velvet versus Legit Layla Hirsch. Good to see some showcase of other women's towns that aren't in the title scene. Yep. Um, Chris Statlander is banned from ringside. Okay. okay. Don't understand that. I, I, I'm missing context there, I guess. It's because I know they're feuding Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander, but I don't see the connection between her and Red Velvet. Yeah, neither do I. Outside the one time she saved red velvet but that was like just the baby say baby face is saving the heels so i mean baby face is saving other baby faces from the heels yeah um i i trying to read the red text on these uh scenes is just absolutely impossible uh, but chris jericho and daniel garcia of the greatest faction known to mankind in sports entertainment will face john silver and alex reynolds of the dark order um, oh yeah, the Dark Order are number one in tag titles. How? Well, I'm sure they're about to eat a loss that'll drop them in the rankings. I know. I just want to know how. All, all I know is that they're not cashing in on my Hangman page betraying the Dark Order thing with this, although there still might be some progression there. That would be great if they did that. An eight-man tornado tag. Sting, Darby Allen, Darby the luckiest boy in the land apparently because he gets a team with all his heroes yep and the hardys against private party butcher and the blade gosh i mean damn it's a lot of star power on one side and then none on the other sorry private party you're doing your best sorry private party but butcher and blade don't do it for me yeah and you're uh i'm guessing main event could also open the show i don't know Jay Lethal versus Adam Cole as Ring of Honor fans tune in furiously. That that's going to be a good match. We know it's going to be. It, it will be a great match. This is, I mean, Jay Lethal is bald because of Adam Cole. Yep. So this this card actually, people thought it might be weaker, but as more has been announced, this is not a weak card. This is no. pretty stacked. I feel it's going to be a lot better than the the whatever we've gotten the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, the results are kind of obvious, but that's not what we're here for. We're here for that journey, and I think the journey is going to be pretty good. Yep. It's all about the journey, not about the um, the sprint. Yeah. Now, I would also like to say about this Dynamite card, I have a complaint now. Where is Keith Lee on Dynamite? I know he was on Rampage, but could we have him on Dynamite? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's a criticism. Um, I want more Keith Lee. I want to know where Jay White is at all. I think Jay White um just saw there was another Jay on the show and just said nope. I just want something about There's what happened. Missing. What it, happened? Yeah, he showed up, wrestled one match, and that was it. Yeah, the the final card. Has there been something added? No, there's not been anything added that we didn't cover already. Okay, here comes Kenny Omega. We need. I do need Kenny Omega back, but I also understand it's gonna be a long time before he comes. It's back. about. It's gonna be a year. He's yeah. He's 
been wrestling now for years injured and it's finally caught up to him. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't you would think he would take some time off to do that, but I mean I guess it just shows the heart he has for the fans. I guess this is his time off because he it also makes sense for this to be his time off. Yeah. Especially with Danielson coming in and Punk coming in. It would just be an overload of stars at that point. I would hope we don't miss out on some dream matches because I want to see CM Punk versus Kenny Omega once. Who doesn't want to see that? Yeah. These two, have. I don't think they've ever met in their careers because by the time Kenny Omega started coming up in the Indies, CM Punk was already in WWE. Yep. I want to see that Danielson-Punk match again. I think it will top what they did in Over and Limit in WWE. Absolutely will. Um, I, I do want to say for Supercard of Honor, Tony Khan said there's been there's gonna be some surprises. Yeah, there's there's at least one confirmed wrestler showing up at ROH. And with the inductions going on, Mike, you know they're gonna be there. It's gotta be Joe, right? Joe has to be. Well, he's getting inducted he's in the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, if he's getting inducted, I mean, he, he, is he, wait, is he? <laughs> I think he is. I'm pretty yeah, sure thought, he is. If you don't, he... It, was he announced? Is it, no, it's not Styles. Styles is well on his way to another five-year deal right now at WWE. So. No, he's not. Let's see. Again, here. How oh, come on. Okay. No, is it? It was the Briscoes. It was CM Punk, Danielson. Gosh, this is gonna drive me crazy. I think that was it. I thought we had four inductees. No, I think we had three. Oh man! Yeah, there's the Punk announcement. No, Samoa Joe was announced. Okay, so he was announced. Oh, that's... So he's got to be there. Like, well, it, it, if it's the Hall of Fame, I mean, you got to be at the event. Do, where the... do we get the official Jim Cornette is all elite? Um, oh gosh. <laughs> that would be I, hilarious. I pray for the health of that company. No, <laughs> is Jim I pray Cornette for the health of Jim Cornette? <laughs> Jim Cornette. Um, he might have a heart attack. While he may. He does know wrestling. He does not know his audience. He if not. he ever went there, he had would have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> uh, I, he may he may give himself a heart attack. Sometimes I think he gives himself one trying to watch the show. Uh, honestly, let's be real. I don't think we'll see Jim Cornette where we're going another wrestling promotion. Not because Jim Cornette doesn't know the audience. It's more because Cornette said he doesn't want to anymore. You can say that, but I still think I'm right. <laughs> yeah. He, he's literally said, he's like, I, I don't know why Paulie's still in the business, you know, like talking about Paul Heyman. I'm like, I mean, he's like, he's, I mean, specifically talking about WWE too. And he's like, listen, I, I hated it there when I was with WWE. Like, he talked about it a lot. So the thing, the thing is, is that we saw him with Ring of Honor though, and that didn't work. Yeah, no. He, he tries to mesh with these guys and he, Told Kevin uh, Time Steen to lose weight, which I mean, understandable because Kevin was a big guy. Yeah. But also, Kevin Steen was at a point where you didn't tell him what to do, you let him work. Yep. 
Ugh. Man, oh man. But so that's what we that's what in place for dynamite tonight. But before we get into the last segment of our show, have you heard about our KCLU sports columns? Allegedly once, maybe twice. Uh, allegedly once. Well, I can tell you what. No one on the starting left bench is writing columns. I'm just joking. Probably, they probably are writing columns, but everybody here at KCLU Sports writes columns. I write columns. You'll see Cal writing columns. Everybody writes a column at least. There's a lot of columns that are written by very, very conflicted Kansas City Chiefs fans. Source he is me. gone. Tyree Kill's gone. Tyree Kill's gone. And it went from Tyree Kill might get traded to he is getting traded within an hour. And it was the yep. weirdest hour of my entire time rooting for that team. Patrick Mahomes um, falling apart. Will the Chiefs go 0-17? Find out more at KCLU College. Find out more next year when they still go 15-2 and for no reason. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's in an arms race to be third in the AFC behind the Bills and Chiefs. That's basically what it is, not going to lie. Because we know the Broncos aren't going to do it. I'm sorry, Broncos fans, but Russell Wilson's not going to change anything. Yeah. Hey, you guys got an offensive line yet? Because Russ has needed one of those. Have you got that for him? No. Last I checked, oh, Russ needs bad. a run game and an offensive line. But they do have a run game. We'll give them that. That, that Williams guy is pretty good. That Williams guy is pretty good. Um, The Raiders, huh? You think Derek Carr and Devontae Allen's going to solve all your problems? What about your defense, buddy? Yeah, their defense is still non-existent. Derek Carr is de facto the worst quarterback in the division. That's not even his fault. He's not even bad. Indianapolis Colts, let's get down to something. You think because you got Matt Ryan who threw more interceptions than your buddy Carson Wentz, let alone in the fourth quarter last year, you think you're going to knock off the Titans in their division when they just got Robert Woods for scraps? Please. Matt Ryan and the Colts. Matt Ryan is good at handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. They might do something. They might do something, but they'll still end up losing the Jaguars in the last week of the season when they need to win and get in. That was funny. That was a funny weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was. But, man, we got columns just like how we discussed just now. Um, we here at KCLU Sports have just talented journalists everywhere. You can hear us on call at Mizzou Action. You can hear us writing columns on FM radio of our shows. See stream of our shows. We got it all here at KCLU. The only thing that we don't have is a statue of a taco. Which is real shame. We could use one of those. That we could use one of those. But WrestleMania weekend. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, two night affair. Two night affair, WrestleMania weekend. And man, all of it seems like uh <laughs> give me the green light. I'm give ready. To go. <laughs> give me a red light, please. Yeah. yeah, I remember when they made that the theme for WrestleMania. That was funny. I try to forget it. <laughs> uh but anyways. Um, let's just go through a couple of matches that we're going to pick. Let me pull it up. Yeah, uh, Lesnar and Reigns. Who you got right off the bat? Uh, Reigns. Reigns. Yep, same here. All yeah, right. That one seems pretty yeah. <laughs> Ronda Charlotte. Who you got? I, I, can I pick anyone else? Um, you can pick uh, the fans. Oh, they definitely aren't going to win. Exactly. Um, I, I, I guess we'd go with Rhonda. I'll pick Rhonda too, but I could see Charlotte. I don't know. I'll pick Rhonda. Screw it. I can see Charlotte winning because Rhonda probably won't want to be back after Mania. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind, Charlotte. I'll still stick with Rhonda because I'll take Charlotte. 
I, I don't think Vince is going to go, you can just leave now. Yeah, also, her and Andrade are back together. Well, good good for them, but yeah. maybe don't make a habit out of that. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe don't make a habit out of breaking up and getting back together, you know. Yeah, get back together. Of, don't just... be one of them, please. Yes. All right, next match. Uh, Pat McAfee, Austin Theory. Pat McAfee. Yep, same here. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I wish Sami Zayn, but I know it's Johnny Knoxville. We yep, unfortunately. Stone Cold oh, Steve Stone. Austin, Kevin Owens. Uh, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Yep, consensus there. Becky and Bianca. Uh, I'm They're putting Bianca over. They have to. I, I know they have to, but I want Becky to keep winning. Me too, but it's not because Bianca's not ready to have the title again. It's also because it's like, you know, if you're going to put have to go through that match later in the night, maybe have the most over woman in the entire company win. Yeah. I mean, the fans don't want to see her lose either. Exactly. Um, who, uh, who got any tag team matches set in stone yet or no? <laughs> the, the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, I don't give me give me Miz and Paul. I don't think Dominic can do anything. So give me Ray hitting the Miz and Logan Paul with a six one nine. Yeah, that's just awful. I forgot about that match. What a horrible, horrible thing that we just brought to light. Oh gosh. Um, Edge and Styles. So you got Edge and Styles. I got oh, Edge. Boy. Oh, man. I'm gonna go Styles. Okay. Okay. I like it. Get a nice little 50-50 just in case, you know. So, All right. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, we'll have Cody and Seth. Uh, I'll think they'll put Cody over because this is his debut. They'll put Cody over and then nobody's going to remember why Cody's going over. Why don't you be like it's Seth, but instead of Cody coming out, it's Goldberg? Watch it instead of Seth coming out, it's Goldberg instead. Oh if Cody God. came out and buried Goldberg, I'd forgive all of this, and I would let – and be the main eventer he should be after that. It would be a chanting, Cody, Cody. We got a couple tag matches which have only served to have people on the card, it looks like. Um, the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Usos. Yeah, uh, I, I Rick Boogs is eating the pin. Yep. All right, next one. Uh, fatal four-way tag team match for the women's tag team championship. That's a thing. Apparently, yeah, apparently exists. These teams, these teams, these teams all make no. Well, one of them makes sense. Um, Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks and Naomi. Two thirds of Team Bad. Okay. Versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. <laughs> what do Did these Rhea Ripley just get out of a tag team? What do these two have in common? Um, versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. About where's Tamina? Where's Tamina? That's the one you should do, not Shayna. Also, Beth Phoenix could probably wrestle, you know, tag with Natalia. That would make sense. Oh, this is awful. Who's the most? Give me the two thirds of Team Bad for the heck of it. Yeah. Sasha Banks, I think, is winless at WrestleMania, so I'm going to go with the uh, 
Let's go to Talia and Shayna. Why is Sasha in a tag match? Sasha Banks. She should be in a match with Charlotte and Ronda. That would make one. <laughs> that would make that one so much better. Sasha Banks, notably over, notably one of the most over women in WWE history. Let's throw her in the throwaway tag team match. Okay. Um, that's great. Triple threat tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. RK Bro versus the Street Profits oh. versus Alpha Academy. We got Alpha Academy, which is two guys that can't talk. We got Knockoff Private Party. And we got um, a, a, a dude eating hemp and a guy that doesn't care with a mustache. I, I, I like Chad Gable, so I resent the first statement. Um, you also, mean Shorty G? Uh, if you ever remind me of that again, I will He will never you. let that down. He was I'll Shorty G for you. two years, bro. Oh, I'm a DDT you. You can't <laughs> just remind me of that horrid, horrid experiment. <laughs> Oh, just give me the street profits. They'll probably get the WrestleMania moment then. Yeah, and the crowd will cheer as Montez Ford jumps really, really, really far. Can like, we ever get beyond the... humanly possible? Can can street profits jump to AEW and we can get that match with private party? Um if half of this match could just jump over to AEW, we'd all be better off. Yeah. Um uh, I mean Chad Gable. Chad, get out while you can. You would be so much more appreciated as. Sorry, a, Shorty, um, but you're going to uh, stay. You need to go to AEW, where you re- probably on par with most of the wrestlers there. All right. Uh, they yeah. also mostly can't talk. Um, I uh, I missed anything. Oh, oh, I missed the biggest match, the best match of the night. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Drew's on the show. Is happy Corbin. That just shows they have not marketed outside those four big matches. Happy Corbin. Oh, this is two nights. One night's gonna suck, and one night's gonna be amazing. (coughs) Oh gosh, this is making me sick to my stomach. You know what's gonna make me feel? You know what's gonna be crappy? Is we're probably gonna get all the crappy matches on night one and all the best matches on night two. According to Wikipedia, noted reliable source, according to your high school teachers, um, night one is uh, Becky, then the Mysterio versus Miz and Logan Paul, then Drew McIntyre oh. versus Happy Corbin in a match that shouldn't last more than five minutes. Please tell me we get Seth. Please tell me we get Seth. Now, Wikipedia does not have the segments because that one's not officially a match yet. Oh no! So it doesn't. So we don't know what night that's going to be. The Usos versus Shinsuke and Rick Boogs and Charlotte versus Ronda to cap off night one. Allegedly, because oh. Kevin Owens and Stone Cold probably actually will. Oh, that's so bad! Um, oh. Night two starts out with a throwaway tag team match, then Johnny Knoxville, then Pat McAfee, then th- another tag team match, and then Edge and Styles and Brock and Roman. These both look equally bad. I mean, the, only thing we get, the only difference between night one and night two is Brock and Roman and Edge and Styles. Uh, we get Stone Cold Steve Austin night one. And I, I can't complain about it. If Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to come out and there's going to be some form of, of more than two minutes of him beating up Kevin Owens, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. And I'll probably like it more than I'll like Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, if I'm being completely honest. I'm less excited for Mania now because I realized 
one sh- one night's gonna be a real crap fest, and the other's probably gonna be the same thing but less bad. Let's just accept that this is gonna suck. <laughs> this is this has gotta be worse than eighteen, right? Many eighteen. Yes, because Hulk Hogan and The Rock aren't here, and that would alone be better in all of this. What's, what's the mania where, where Brett jobbed Yokozuna? That's that's 15. No, that's not 15. That's like, what, 12? Uh, that, oh, that's the one where Hulk Hogan came out and then ruined everything. Um, was that 10? Yeah, it was 10. Yeah, WrestleMania, it's going to be worse than WrestleMania 10, and that was awful. Yeah, that... Uh... We're, we're, I try to forget that happened. Oh, wait. No, is this the actual one where Hulk Hogan didn't ruin everything? Yeah, no, no, no. This is the actual one where he did ruin everything. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did because Yoko, uh, Yokozuna buried Brett and then Hogan came out and uh, beat Yokozuna in two seconds and then didn't was... do the job to Brett. Okay, so that was actually nine, and for some reason they then then did that match the next year too, but without Hulk Hogan ruining everything. Yeah, which is hilarious, Vince. That's hilarious. You did the same thing two years in a row. Yokozuna should never been champion. Sorry, but no, he couldn't work. He's a big, big, big man. Um, but this was, yeah, this is uh, man. Looking at this card makes me kind of. Look forward to the new one next. No, no, Never it's going to be worse than that one. We know it's going to be worse than that. Oh, gosh. Uh, Tatanka beat Shawn Michaels, so I'm going to resent that statement. The fact <laughs> this is going to be on... This was the giant Gonzalez. This is... There's... Oh, God. No, there's no... There is actually no way. That can't be worse because that is... This is the bar of how bad a WrestleMania can be. And I, I don't think you can beat this. There's nothing redeemable here. I think it can be beat. Because you we can, just read off the card of this one. I'll read off this card for you. Tatanka beats Shawn Michaels. For, why? By countout, by the way. Oh, what? <laughs> At WrestleMania. Oh, God. Uh, the Steiners beat the Head Shrinkers. Okay, I'll let that one slide. Uh, Doink the Clown defeats Crush. Who the heck is Crush? Please tell me this is the guy that beat up Vince McMahon. All right, keep going. Never mind, he was a part of the Disciples of the Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, Razor Ramon beat Bob Backlund. Why? That's a Bob good match. Back- it's three match. minutes long. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> we should do a watch along of WrestleMania 9. Ted DiBiase and IRS beat Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake by disqualification at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh. This is actually the worst thing I've read in my life. Oh, my gosh. Lex Luger beat Mr. Perfect. I oh, resent this oh, because Mr. Perfect How long lost. was that match? Ten minutes. Ten minutes of Could Lex be Luger. decent. Could be decent, but it was all because of Mr. Perfect. And he lost, which is wrong. Yeah. The Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez, this is the worst match. Again, he won by disqualification at WrestleMania. That's three non-finishes in one WrestleMania, if you're counting at home. Yokozuna beats Bret Hart. Why? Hulk Hogan comes out and beats Yokozuna in 22 seconds. Why? There's no way in any way, shape, or form that either night can be worse than that because I know they won't do a DQ. We do know this could actually happen, though, with this card. It would take catastrophic failures on every scale, and I know they're capable of it, I also know 
they're capable of doing that 364 other days they don't do it on wrestlemania anymore yeah but uh they'll, they'll get it they'll get something right to make it better than whatever this horrid card i just read gosh that sounds awful this looks like just dread. how do you do that oh gosh i don't know I but you got anything else my soul after that <laughs> you got anything else no <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah but that's all i got too Good lord. Uh, oh, this is just an awful show. Yeah. We're, uh, have fun, everybody, watching WrestleMania. Everybody have fun. We're going to have fun night one watching WrestleMania since we'll be live on the Concerto YouTube channel. Yeah. And by that, we mean uh, we'll be able to combine our anger. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're going to be horrible. Good lord. Oh, my gosh. All right. But um, you got any closing remarks? Nothing you watch will be worse than WrestleMania 9, but if you haven't watched it, well, <laughs> I guess be ready for the worst thing you've ever seen. Yep. Anyways, thank you everybody for listening. We will not be, uh, there will not be an episode next Friday, but we will be live for night one of WrestleMania. And oh boy, the Peacock's going to hate us. Anyways, thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>